modern day solutions for a modern day retirement. This is your family and your retirement with Abe Ashton, powered by Ashton and Associates. With over 20 years experience guiding clients to and through retirement, Abe can help you focus on the truly important things in retirement. And it's not money. Contact Abe at 435-688-9500. Now, your family and your retirement with Abe Ashton. And Abe, you've talked about your children before. I know you're a family man, so I have to ask you, uh, you would say that parenting's a full-time job, wouldn't you? Oh my gosh, would I ever. It is more. <laughs> it, it is the most exhausting, terrible, amazing, <laughs> lovely, miserable thing you'll ever do. And how much do you get paid to be a parent? Oh gosh, it's the opposite. It's how much do you spend? How much do you spend to be a parent? That's the real question. So no pay for get, being a parent. So this comedian, Michael Palisak, you're going to really appreciate his perspective here. He's talking about how parenting, yes, it's a full-time job. And as he's speaking as if you were interviewing for this job. What do I get out of it? <laughs> what do you get out of it? You get love, okay, for 13 years. <laughs> And then you get judged and resented for five to 35 years. And then you get love again based on how much money you give them. So how accurate is Michael right there? Scale of one to 10. Oh my gosh. It's way too, it's too, it's too close. It hurts, right? The stories that I get to hear from, from families and parents and their kids, you know, and it brings up a great point. And that is, Abe, how do you feel about us lending money to our kids? Right. I I become a, a, a quasi family therapist, financial therapist, I should say, because people ask those questions to their financial and their retirement professionals. They'll say, Hey, can we lend our kids money? Can we afford it? And, and they'll ask, can I, should I just gift them some money? And, and I've got, we've got kind of a motto around here, which I say, I'm never ever opposed to parents giving their children a leg up financially. Mm-hmm. And I am always opposed to parents giving their children a piggyback ride oh, financially. Okay. So, so that's kind of our motto. If it's a one-time he- thing here or there, there's a gift here or there, great. But whenever you are, especially uh, adult children I'm talking about here, whenever you are enabling adult children by funding in perpetuity, right, which means just regular income every single month, you are creating a problem that you may never get out of. And when all of a sudden, if you get in the habit of saying, well, you know, my son lost his job or my daughter who got divorced from this guy, and and there are those one-off situations, but if all of a sudden you're starting to say, so we give them $1,500 a month, that $1,500 a month that you get accustomed to paying and they get accustomed to accepting becomes more expensive if all of a sudden there's a 10% inflation rate, because all of a sudden your money is not going uh, very far is going 10% less far. The money you're giving them isn't going that that far anymore, but it's becoming more expensive because of inflation. And so how do you go back and say, hey, I know you've been counting on this $1,500 a month, but now we need some more of it because things are getting more expensive. And mm-hmm. mom, but things are getting more expensive to me as well. Or dad, please don't stop helping me. And you put yourself in a pinch. Never, ever give your adult children money without a upfront conversation about the timeline that this will be happening, which is one month or this is going to happen for a couple months till you get on your feet, but it is going to stop at this point. Or this is a one-time gift, but never an open-ended, hey, well, we'll just help you out through this period of time. Well, defined period of time. That makes total sense. So given what you do, A, being a financial advisor and working with clients with this kind of stuff all the time, are your kids very disciplined with money? Somewhat. They, they definitely have watched how hard we've worked. And as yeah. an entrepreneur, you've got to be very, very conservative on, on your spending and on your 
income needs. But yeah, I've, they've seen how important it was to their mom and dad to before our kids got out of high school to make sure that our home was paid off. Debt elimination is something that has been a priority in my family. My grandfather even wrote a book about it. For, it was called One for the Money, A Guide to Family Finance. And it was all about the importance of living within your means, but more importantly, paying off any debt obligations. And so they, our kids recognize that staying out of debt at all costs is super important. And you know, to go into debt for a home, there may be no other way to get into a house. And, and so there are some exceptions for that, but to still be very conservative and wise when it comes to going in debt and paying off debt. But my kids are, I've got teenagers out there yeah. and I've got newlywed kids and they make stupid financial decisions <laughs> as well. Things that make me go like, oh my gosh, I have failed as a father. We have failed as a parent. And that's just part of the beauty of being a parent. You do your best, you teach them what you can, and then they go out and make their own decisions and have their own wins and losses along the way. And you got to smile through it all and love them through it all. Of course. Well, with that, uh, you know, knowing all this about lending money to kids, there's another category here that we got to touch on with retirement. And that's when someone is thinking about leaving an inheritance to a child, what are the factors they really need to think about before doing something like that? Well, that's that's a great question because it's the first of all, it's the how, the why, the where and mm-hmm. when, you know, that, that people are asking about when inheritances are a priority. Is it coming from a, when, when I say a how or a where, is it coming through a will? Is it coming through a trust? Is it coming through joint tenancy? How are assets being transferred to those beneficiaries? Are we talking about spouses? Or are we talking about kids and grandkids that are receiving money? And so w- one of the things I get so comfortable in, in our office because uh, because we work with retirees. That's, that's, that's our deal. We work with retirees and those very close to retirement who are pre-retirees. I get to talk about death with a straight face all day long. There's no, there's no emotion to it, mm. right? It is, hey, if you died tomorrow, how would you want your heirs to receive things? How would you want money to go to your surviving spouse and or to your children if you got hit by an ice cream truck? And people are dying by ice cream trucks all the time in my office. <laughs> it's, it's my go-to. If you got hit by the ice cream truck today, how would things look and how would you want things? Where, when, um, is there any spendthrift provisions that you'd want to be a part of your living trust? Um, what are the tax implications on different money? But but it is a, a, a very big component of retirement plan- planning, wealth transfer. And it's a very big component of the political spectrum right now because there is a whole political party that does not like the untaxed transfer of wealth. And that's going to become more and more an ongoing target for certain politicians that want to make sure any dime that gets passed from you to the next generation has some tax liability that comes out of it. And so hopefully people are considering that when they're, when they're reviewing their political uh, perspective as well. That's uh, an interesting take on that. It'll be interesting to see how all that plays out. But with Ashton and Associates, do you see a wild spectrum of clients where some want to leave everything to their kids and then the others want to bounce their final paycheck? Both. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we love that idea of just bouncing the last check to the undertaker. <laughs> Right, we want we we want the we want the the kids to have to bury them for Pete's sake. So no, and and that's kind of a healthy balance because nobody wants to run out and have yeah. to live with their kids, right? That that'll kill you for sure. So so there's this balance between feeling confident and comfortable using what you have, knowing and, and being relatively certain you're not going to run out of money. That's that's a huge priority.
priority, but then also feeling comfortable to do the kitchen remodel we just talked about or to go on that next vacation. So that that is the balancing act that we run along the way, which is how do you make sure that you're not just amassing? And, and people, uh, especially here in Southern Utah, they err toward the side of being so conservative that they're not spending as much. Mm. They, they get nervous to take withdrawals. They get nervous to take the trip. And then there's just kids receiving a big, huge inheritance. And they're just going to spend it on new cars to drive to your funeral anyway. <laughs> so you, you definitely want to use your money. And if you're going to be a part of gifting, if, if the kids, if the grandkids, if there are beneficiaries who are going to get this money, great. Come up with a gifting plan and we'll help you do it. Come up with a gifting plan now while you're alive and they're alive because at least you can see how it's benefiting them. Yeah, that's a great idea. And I know if you're listening right now, obviously what you do with your money, it is your business and the team at Ashton and Associates, Abe's team, they can get you set up with your goals to do that. But it starts with that phone call, 435-688-9500. Get in with Ashton and Associates and talk to them about these situations. 435-688-9500. And there's this new survey, Abe, that came out and it's great because most of us apparently still believe in the American dream. And it asks whether people uh, believe that financial independence is attainable. That was the main question and more than half answered yes. I'm curious what your definition of financial independence is and how you help your clients find it. Well, what we're always, again, it's going back to this debt, this kind of family tradition of seeing if we can reduce or eliminate as much debt because being being a slave to the paymaster is never something that you want to do for the rest of your life. If there's a strategy to reduce or el- hopefully eliminate any debt payments, there is some financial security that comes from knowing that you're not going to have to ever borrow any money for the rest of your life because if you ask yourself, hey, if all I had was my utilities, right, mm-hmm. that I have, as well as making sure that we're fed and that we can do a little bit of fun once in a while, all of a sudden your monthly spend becomes a lot lower than it does if you're having to consider your monthly mortgage payment, your monthly car payments, or monthly credit card payments. So so first of all, reducing your, or hopefully eliminating your debts is a big part of the American dream. Because the other part of the American dream is capitalism, and one of the, the institutions or industries that has benefited the most from capitalism is the banking institution. And they love to lure you in with interest rates. They love to lend you money uh, with credit cards and, and teaser rates that are only uh, are only good for six months. And all of a sudden, Americans, you know, we're seeing it with younger people and student and college debt for sure. But even retirees, they get lured into, hey, well, I did want to go get some new furniture. And I went to the furniture store and they said zero interest for six months. And all of a sudden, they didn't budget in how they were actually going to pay for it before six months was up. And, and now they've got a 12% or 15% interest on a couch sitting in their front room. That's just an ugly reminder. You don't even want to sit on it because it's just costing you so much money each right. month. So, so yes, the American dream the uh, uh, for retirement for me is eliminating debt and then having an income that far surpasses your monthly minimum spend. And then play, go have fun, go travel, go remodel the kitchen, go do those <laughs> fun hobbies that retirement, you, that you always promised yourself retirement would be about. You know, I love that perspective on it. And I know that scam. I had to buy tires the other day and they're like, do you want to get our, you know, six month no interest to pay off these? T-? I was like, no, let me bite the bullet right now. I'm going to exactly. pay for these tires. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. Nope. I don't want your free money because nothing is for free. My mom told me when I was five years old. Find out more at Ashton 
any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Eric Nimmer is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Ashton and Associates, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information to their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested.